Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast, a show that offers you tips and strategies to help speakers build the business of their dreams. Now, here's your host, 30-year industry veteran and business coach, Jane Atkinson. Well, welcome everyone to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. Today, we are talking about investing in your business, something that many of you are likely doing already this summer. Our special guest is Cassandra Worthy. Welcome back to the show, Cassandra. What a do, Jane. It's so good to be back. I've been too long. <laughs> she brings the energy, everybody. That's why her company is called Contagious Enthusiasm. Remind everybody what your, you've been on the podcast before, so if you missed it, definitely circle back. Remind everybody what your business model looks like. Who do you help and how do you help them? Sure. So I predominantly work with the Fortune 500 and those organizations going through anticipating change, disruption, transformation. And specifically, my methodology and what I bring is really focused on the individual to help them harness the power of those emotions that we all feel when we're going through change, when we think change is about to happen, when we have to change, stay change ready, and how to harness the power of that energy. You know, I feel it as a gift that we all have to harness the power of that and transform it into fuel for growth. So the work is really centered on the individual to help them really nurture their own resilience, to help them see opportunity and change. And so the, the message is focused at the individual, but I work with large organizations and corporations, some business associations, but really anyone going through change or anticipating change to come. So fortunately, that means I've been very busy. (laughs) (laughs) That was my next question. Post-COVID, kind of walk us through, you know, I don't know when we could say COVID was really over. It's not really over even yet, but um, post-COVID, kind of what you started to see business come back and look like And has it been like that and then some for you? Yeah, Yeah, it has, which I'm so grateful for. Now, as we all know, and I was not immune to this, March of 2020 was rough, (laughs) was very, very rough. And of course, there was a time where I personally was feeling all my signal emotions, all my anxiety, all my fear and my grief of no longer having a steady paycheck. But fortunately, I really started to dig in, seeing it all as an opportunity and really rising to a call on how I can reach out and help clients, help organizations that really needed this message of change enthusiasm, you know, now more more than ever. And so initially it started, as we all did, through the virtual space. And and I was able to garner a lot of attention because of the message, because of its uniqueness and kind of this niche that I've carved out. And of course, hit 2021. We thought maybe we'd get back into in-persons, but I predominantly did virtuals through 2021. It's really just been this year that I've gotten back on the road and back on on stages. And so right now, the business looks like about 65% in-person and the balance being virtual. And if I look to the fall, it's it's more like 70-30, which is, uh, which is great, you know, because That's I do nice miss... Being... blend, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Really it is. want to go back to 100% or would it be nice if it just kind of stayed 70 I good with 50 50 yeah <laughs> to be honest with you yeah that's that's a sweet spot we were there i think quarter one when the variant started hitting we thought we were going to be 80 20 but it was around 50 50 yeah. um in the first and, and second quarter but now it's starting to inch, inch back up a little bit but okay. uh but yeah it's been good and and for me i have seen the keynotes creating a lot of pull 
to integrate and sustain the message. And so over the past several months, and as I look to the next 12 to 18 months for my strategic growth for the business, it's really pulling through the message, creating those training programs, that craveable content, how you sustain, creating train the trainer program so that these, this content, these, this mindset, these skills can continue to get practiced even after I get off the stage. Right, because um, so is 45 really, minutes really going to solve a cultural problem? Exactly, exactly. I can get people hyped like nobody's business. And I can instill and, and plant a seed that gets people's minds going. Yeah. But it's that you know consistency of the message, the consistency of having those tools and the steady communication of that, that really becomes powerful. And so I've seen a lot of clients you know, and enjoy that pull through and, and working in many ways to extend way beyond the keynote, which has been which has been exciting and really a big area of growth for me. And your and my friend Chris West talked about the keynote being like the opening of the work together. You got it. You got it. And so yeah. you go in and you deliver a keynote at a mighty fine fee, might I add. Mm -hmm. And then you turn that into a package that involves training and train the trainer and the things that are actually going to keep this message alive and allow it to go deep into the organization. And so now we're talking six figure contracts likely and some like really amazing contracts with some pretty huge players out there for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's been, it blows my mind still. Don't get me wrong, listeners. It blows my mind every day. But I am just grateful to be able, like I said, to rise to the call. And, you know, I actually, I, I partnered with CGK, uh, a research firm, and we did some research on all of this. And the research proves that this is work that needs to happen. Yes. This is work that people are hungry for. And so again, for me, it's just it's I'm living on purpose. I'm living on purpose. And I get to do in the theme of this, which is investing in your business. You didn't have to do the research because you're already booming. And yet you said, no, I want to go deeper. I want to help them more. Let me grab some research that's really going to make a difference. Huge. Invest in your business. You also have invested, I don't know exactly how, but you've gotten like amazingly good on the platform. Did that just come naturally to you or did you invest in say a coach or anything like that to help you in this stage and presentation skills portion of things? So I'm not going to lie about it. I do think I have a gift and a talent for it, but I will tell you what has helped me is the experience speaking more and more, having more experience on the stage. And I've made it a point now to, after every keynote engagement, I think about the questions that were asked during the Q&A. I think about the uh, testimonials that I get, what resonated, what didn't. And I use every single keynote as data to help me continue to improve. And that's some of the data that led me to, you know what, if I really want to build out this B2B portion of the business, I need to have some some credibility. I need to have some some hard fast research, some data behind this, right. so that clients can understand the need, so that clients can understand that no, no, this is not woo woo. This is something that you know the nation that your employees are yearning for, and it's very very practical and applicable regardless of of the organization. So 
So, so yeah, it's, it's been the experience on the platform. And your investment has been in the time and energy that it takes to go back and review the game tapes, yes. to, to look at what people are saying, to review the materials each time. I'm trying to kind of dissect why you are so hot. And A, I do believe that the topic is incredibly timely and valid because everybody's going through change. I mean, who really doesn't need you, right? So Be Good Marketing is when you're just brilliant on the platform. You're doing that. We can check that box. But let's talk about some of the other investments that you make in terms of marketing, social media. Yes. Uh, What do you do? Do you have a mailing list and how do you operate that? Talk a little bit about the things that you do on a consistent basis. Yeah. So about eight or nine months ago, I decided to hire a marketing team. Now these are, it's contracted out, but they are a cohesive marketing agency that I've brought on to work with, with me. And they have been incredible. They took the time to understand the brand, to understand what my brand is all about. Not only the Cassandra Worthy speaking brand, but also the Change Enthusiasm Global training and leadership development brand. They took the time to understand that. The look of it, the feel of it. I actually had them work with my designer in creating a lot of the social media post templates. And then they've just been off to the races and continued with the consistency of posting. They now have taken over my newsletter because I do such an exceptional job. But being able to make that investment and let that go, not only has it meant so much for our business as well, as far as keeping the brand so high level and consistent, but it's also freed me up to work on more revenue generating ideas and really start, okay, what does trainer trainer look like? Hiring my legal team and, and all that kind of stuff. So that has been a huge asset to the business and a worthwhile investment. I don't even want to estimate the ROI. Probably paid for itself five or six times overall. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. So investing in team in a few different places that you just mentioned, actually, not only the legal team to help you put together train the trainer contracts and things like that, make sure you're managing your intellectual property but also the social media and marketing teams. You said they took over your newsletter. Talk about how often you do your newsletter and how how often that gets sent. Yeah, once a month, once a month. So they'll reach out to me saying it's time, you know, the last week of the month, it's time we need to get things going. I'll shoot shoot some ideas. Here's where I think our focus would be knowing what, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. They draft up, you know, the newsletter. I have a read, give it my approval. And then we go from there. So once a month, we're putting those together. And so how, when it comes back to any of the marketing, social media, the newsletter, et cetera, how important do you think consistency has been to where you are today? Hugely. One of the most important things. Mm. Uh, In fact, I was just sharing with with someone who, who I mentor about branding. It's all about consistency because branding is based on belief. It's based on belief, which is trust, right? Trust is just belief in somebody doing something, right? I believe Nike is going to deliver to me an amazing, well-fitting shoe that fits my narrow foot. (laughs) I believe in that. I trust them because of the consistency of their products, of their communication. And so that's what a speaker brand needs to be about. You need to be putting content out that actually reinforces the beliefs, the thoughts that you want clients and people to continue thinking when they think about you as a speaker and create a strategy to actually promote that consistent 
messaging around those thoughts. And so I was able to honestly, through some, you know, diamonds that I found in NSA, create a pretty robust, you know, post uh, strategy that I was doing myself. So I had something for them to, to go off on when I transitioned it on to the marketing team. Nice. And 12 times a year is not an impossible task. You're putting it out monthly. I just like that you're committed to it. So we talk about two things required to make it in the speaking business. Number one is belief of being 100% all in. And this is what investing in your business actually shows your brain. I'm all in. And that will allow your brain to know that, okay, I'm going to help you figure out solutions to any problems that we come across. Uh, The second thing is consistent action. Belief and consistent action. Those are words that probably you use a lot. So All the time. Uh, I love that. So a lot of things are going in. Talk about, is there any kind of like outbound approach to securing business? Is there any time sales funnel or anything? Or is the be good marketing doing enough to create two and three spinoff off every engagement that you're... <laughs> You don't necessarily have to be doing a lot of outbound. Yeah, I don't know who said it, but it's true. The more you speak, the more you speak. Mm. And that's certainly been the case for me. And I've also been very intentional about outreach to bureau partners. And, you know, I've networked with a really a, a great group of speakers, and they've been a great help as far as warm introductions to bureaus. Other bureau partners have introduced me to their <laughs> to bureau partners that they know. So I've I've really, over the past 12 months, that's been one of my strategic growth focuses is getting on more bureau lists as I possibly can and then nurturing those relationships because they do incredible outbound marketing for you. And of course, it's my job as I think about sales to shine on the stage, to bring my authentic light, share my message as clearly and, you know, as, as refreshingly as, as I can. I love that. And can I just tell everybody who's thinking, Ooh, I'm going to do that too. Where Cassandra is, is she's got one heck of a demo video, which I don't know if it won or came in second in our best demo video contest. She's got one heck of a website, which came in either first or second in our best website contest. (laughs) So she has invested heavily in her growth and putting her in front of bureaus once she's already done that is exactly the right timing. Your fee is perfect in terms of bureaus being interested in. So I think that, you know, the stars are totally aligned. What percentage of of business are you doing bureaus right now? So it keeps inching up, which I guess makes sense because it's been one of my focus areas. I've been putting a lot of energy behind it. Yes. There was a time that was about only 25%, 25, 30%. It's almost split now. About 60% of my business is through bureau time. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But my advice to you is to make sure that you keep just a little chunk direct. Of course. Of course. Yes. Thank you for the reminder, Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that in your back pocket. Keep some calendar appointments to your, you know, keep some dates for yourself. And uh, I think that'll be great. So a lot going on over here. And You've invested in, like I said, the video, in the website, both with Chris West, by the way, in the research, in the team. And you've also invested in kind of like your own expertise. And I love that you've been, what made you decide to do this research? Ah, 
So I went to NSA Winter Conference, one of the special kind of workshops that they had for a group, and I met Jason Dorsey. Now, I had heard about Jason Dorsey through Shep Hyken. Shep and I crossed paths and became friends, and he told me about Jason because he also hired him to do research. And so often in my work, because I deal with the emotions of change, I do hear a little bit of that pushback that this is a bit woo-woo. I don't know if you know my senior leader is going to be able to hold on to this. And so I knew that having some data would be a lot more compelling to convey the, the importance of this message. And so when he started talking about research, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, that's something that I think could be interesting for me to do. And so I had a, a conversation with Jason following the NSA um, Winter Conference, and it just made sense. It just made sense. And it's not a small investment. Uh, but I knew that that it would actually lead to so many more of those six and even seven figure contracts. And so we're using and the the results insane. <laughs> like he he took me through the insights and everything that we learned from from the research, and it's like it was overwhelming because it just underlined. Cassandra, you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Right. The world needs this work. And so for me, it was like, ah. Oh, Yes, I got to keep going. Um, And we're using that research now to be the foundation of a brand new website that we're going to be launching quarter one of next year, changeenthusiasmglobal.com. It's going to have the research, you know, you know, uh, painted throughout why the training that we offer is so important. And now it's data insight backed. And so, yeah, it was uh, an important investment, I think, especially given the nature of my work. Another thing that I'm going to be investing in because I'm splitting out my business between B2B and B2C. Uh-huh. And so to continue building my credibility and my B2C following is I'm going to invest in some YouTube videos partnering with Nate. You know, and I forget Nate's last name, which is horrible because I'm trying to give him a plug. He's incredible. He's also a part of NSA, but he's going to help me create some really compelling, bite-sized, craveable YouTube video content that we'll start launching next year. You get a video a day really to build and grow that following because, of course, eventually I want to launch an e-learning platform, but I want to have the following of people hungry. Hey, I want to get this training too. I don't work in a big corporation. How can I get trained? So I want to grow that following. And that's another sizable investment. So that's fantastic. And and talk about how do you pull people from your audiences into your database in in with that future in mind of the e-learning and to sell the yeah. book and what have For you. For sure. So sometimes not always, especially when we don't have QA or when QA gets cut short, I always invite them onto my social platforms. Okay. And then also wanting to be as action-oriented as I can. Every single one of my keynote messages comes with a worksheet, something that an attendee can take and actually start putting the concepts I heard in the in the keynote into practice. And that worksheet has all of our contact information. So it's a very easy way for them to to get back in contact and then also go to the website and become a subscriber. Well, let me give you an idea because I think this might be good for everybody, actually. You know, if there was one thing that you had that they thought, like maybe just like a little slice of the research, the top 10 things that came out of the research, you know, you are not going to want to miss this. And when you're offering your carrot, we kind of call it a carrot or a lead magnet, you have to really sell it, right? And you're so enthusiastic about everything, you'll sell it. But you could do a QR code to a carrot being 
like some little snippet of your research because yeah. that research is gold. Every you've told me about it a couple of times now, and I've gotten very excited just yes. from you. So QR code, and then you're in charge because in order to get it, they're going to give you their name and their email address. And then you are going to give them that beautiful research. And then they're going to get your newsletter every month and keep you top mind. I love it. What is the service that I can use to get to generate the QR code? Is there a specific QR code generator? I think just Google QR code generator or pass that along to your marketing team and say, make me a QR code. The app isn't really even an app because when somebody pulls up their camera, on with you so everybody take out your cameras yes qr code up on the big screen yep they're going to just open it in chrome or safari or something and then they're going to fill in their name and email and they're going to get this amazing research this amazing carrot that you're going to dangle in front of them i think that will be brilliant for you See, this is why i come on your podcast well i'm saying this for you but for also for other people Ah, okay cool everybody listen everybody something coming right so not only and the other thing i'm thinking about is okay this research is going to be book number two Mm -hmm. is change enthusiasm your first book my first book. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, you're right. I will use a lot of the research in the book too. Yeah. Let me give you all the subtitle of this book because it's great. Change Enthusiasm, How to Harness the Power of Emotion for Leadership and Success. Did I get that right? You got it. Yep. And so number one, pick that book up. But number two, I could see book number two being everybody just like chomping at the bit for it, waiting for it to come out in between. So I think this, you know, grabbing the people onto your list and having them waiting for what's coming down the pipe for you. You've got love it. Exciting things coming down. (laughs) Okay. Last question for you. Sure. I'm going to do, it's a two-parter. What do you love least about speaking? And what do you love the most about speaking? Oh, what do I love the least about speaking? Golly, that's a hard one. (laughs) I feel like when speaking, I'm still in the honeymoon phase. You know, everything's just exciting. But I guess now that I have the contrast between what it's like to get up, get glam, come stand here, do a keynote to a lens and go get on the couch versus calling a car service, going to the airport, getting the hotel. So I guess a little bit is the travel, but I still enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'm answering because you've asked the question and I got to give you something. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, maybe that's probably going to be, you know, your people are going to concur with that because especially right now here in Canada, I don't know if it's worse than it is there, but I'm just hearing a lot of stories from both places that it's just rough out there traveling. It is. I'm telling you a lot of buffer involved, like booking two flights every time type of thing. Yeah. Makes the logistics really, really challenging, especially when you're trying to book back-to-back engagements. Yeah. And so it, it makes me nervous every time. But mm, yeah. For sure. So the thing I love the most are my audiences, are the aha moments, are the light bulbs that go off. Every conversation that I have after a keynote, the testimonials I get through social media, the impact mm-hmm. that my energy and the message has on the world because that's the whole point, right? That's my whole purpose. So to see that it's working lights me up and keeps me going. Mm. Well, 
you are doing amazing things out there and i'm off actually i'm taking a social media cleanse for the month of july oh i love that i haven't I haven't seen what you're up to, but I normally follow you quite closely. And every time I look, I'm like, damn, look at that. <laughs> again, just killing it. You're always doing just amazing, good work. And your contagious enthusiasm just shines right off the platform. So congratulations on doing a great job. Thank that. you so much. And if I could, I just want to go back and revisit that plug. It's Nate Woodbury. Um, and his website is theherostudios.com. YouTube the content creator genius. Nate Woodbury. He's the YouTube guy. Okay, fantastic. And tell everybody if they would like to connect with you, what the best way to do that would be. Find me on LinkedIn. Even though I'm across all the social channels that the marketing team is taking care of, I'm probably personally most yeah. active on, uh, on LinkedIn. Okay, cool. And I've talk- definitely talked to you out there quite a bit. Cassandra, thank you so much. If anybody wants to check out, we're going to put your video and your website in the show notes. I I bet you I alone am worthy of like 50 hits a month on your website because I am <laughs> constantly showing it off to people. I love take a look it. at this website. Okay, see what they did there? See what they did there? It's It's really, really, really good. And I'm excited to see your global version uh, for the training. That'll be really, really exciting. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to all the listeners. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. And for those of you tuning in, thank you so much. We will be back with you next week with a new episode of the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. See you soon, Wealthy Speakers. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. If you need help building the speaking business of your dreams, head over to WealthySpeakerSchool.com and take advantage of our 20-minute next-step call. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast.